he is a dude. Balance, strength, he showed it all in this game of why you guys were so high on him coming into camp. Yeah, one of his old co old coaches that I know really well has a great uh, way of describing him, and he, he's a hard tackle. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ultimate Insider, Bear Insiders podcast. I am Mike Pulaski, and today it's our first installment of Ultimate Insider 2023 for the season. In a little bit, I'll be talking to head coach Justin Wilcox. We're going to break down the North Texas game, and then later on in the week, we're going to talk about Auburn coming up with our preview. Right now, let's get into expectations for the season. We have one game under our belts. We have seen this team a little bit coming into camp. I knew that this was going to be a different football team in that we had a ton of transfers coming in. We had a bunch of new faces, a bunch of new guys coming in that can help this football team. Many of them showed up last Saturday versus North Texas. Defensively, my expectations are high ceiling for this team. They're very good. More depth up front. Brett Johnson is back. Jackson Sermon, another year as a Cal Bear, who I think is one of the best linebackers, definitely in the conference, probably in the nation. Very good football player in there for Cal. So those two up front in the middle, very solid, very stout inside, plus a host of other really good football players on the defensive line for the Bears and some other talented athletic inside linebackers. Caleb Elarms Orr showed up for his first start this week. He is talented. He did a great job during camp. Blake Anzalatis showed up this week, uh, got an interception in game one. So I think the, the interior group, defensive line, inside linebackers, is pretty solid. Nate Ricina is coming back. There's some other guys inside who uh, got some opportunity to play. So I think very good at that inside-the-box group. Outside linebacker, we're using you know, odd personnel, and some even personnel, the way they discuss it, uh, with a nickel 2-5 look, the way they set it up. But outside linebackers uh, like Carlton as a down rush guy, you have some dudes who can get after the quarterback out there as well with the stout inside setup with some really good football players and then pass rushers off the outside. I think this defense stands to be really good. And then the back end of the shell, you look at it coming in, Lumaja Hearns, who is a stud out there at corner from De La Salle, uh, was a starter on one side. Jeremiah Irby was a starter on the other. These, those guys this year became, competed for the starting spot at one corner position because the Bears got stronger across the board, I think, in the secondary during the offseason. Craig Woodson is back, probably the prototypical body style for a safety, NFL safety, fast, smart, good football player, does the right things. So he is really good back there. You've got McMorris, uh, brother of Malik McMorris. Patrick McMorris is out there at safety as well on the other side. And so we're pretty good across the board in terms of our secondary. I think the defense stands to be very, very good this year. I think it has a chance to be a top 20 style of defense. We know Coach Wilcox, Coach Sermon, the way that they call defense. Uh, they've had a lot of success in the past. And so I think this defense can be very good this season. Offensively, there was a lot of question marks coming into season. And I think that bringing in Jake Spavital, a new style of offense, it's an air raid base on offense in that the passing game, the numbers game is air raid. 
but you're also using a lot of power run game inside with Mike Blesch, the addition of Mike Blesch coming over from North Texas as the offensive line coach. He is big on gap scheme runs, power counter inside, little zone ISO inside. And so he, he does an excellent job of getting those guys with the tough run mentality. And that is super important to have that in an offensive line group. Your offensive line sets the tone for your team. And in order to set the tone, they need to have a bit of a tough guy edge to them. That comes from running the ball effectively, from getting downhill, from driving dudes helmets into the dirt and having that kind of nasty to you on the offensive line. I think Blesh brings that to that offensive line. We had an interview with Mike Blesh when way back in the spring. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. And you can hear his thoughts on the position, his thoughts on the offensive line. But I think they have a chance of running the ball better. Obviously, game one, they showed that they can. A lot of perimeter guys, very good at wide receiver. I think transfers in this year make a huge difference. I think there were some guys on campus who also make a big difference. Jeremiah Hunter, one guy in particular, who I think uh, makes a huge difference out there. I think that Monroe Young showed up this last game. He's a guy that makes a difference, has some speed. He is a guy that can run. Uh, and the running back position, of course, Jay Knott, very good back there. And, and we saw Ifonsi this week was also very good at that running back position. So there's the makings of a pretty good team here. And so it has to come together. It has to congeal and form the team that you expect. And then on Saturday, we saw some of that coming together. We'll start on defense because defensively, I think the Bears played exceptionally well. They allowed two explosive plays, and those were both pass plays over the top. There was a transfer from Missouri playing wide receiver for North Texas. He was very fast, and they had him at the wide out position. One play, his first big post over the top, was a communication error. They run the stack receivers look, made famous by Tennessee. And you get the slot receiver out there with the wide receiver past the numbers. And it puts a stretch on the defense because you have to cover down with two guys at least to be able to be even in numbers. And oftentimes, because they're so close, as they push vertically, you have to wait till those routes declare. What a lot of teams are doing and what Cal was doing at that point was playing an in-out look so that the safety would take whatever came to him inside and the corner or safety should have taken whatever came to him inside and the corner should have taken whatever came to him outside or late. And when the post broke to the middle, the safety did not go with the post. He was out of position. He sat on the second route and it left Lumaja Hearns kind of all alone on the sideline out there. It looked like Lumaja Hearns was beaten coverage, but he wasn't the concept. He should have been taking the other receiver. The safety should have been underneath that post, should have turned and ran with the post. And so they ended up, because of a miscommunication, uh, getting beat for a big one over the top there for 59 yards. And then there was a second go route, which was a purely technique-driven mistake in that I didn't talk to Coach about this, but the DB, Jeremiah Irby, in that case, was in man coverage and rather than taking the inside away and forcing the receiver outside then running on his hip he jumped immediately to the outside giving the receiver an easy go uh, and a straight shot and so he ended up in trail right away a very fast receiver getting downfield with an easy release without getting your hands on him or getting good position inside 
and that is a winner for a receiver every time. So tech, one technique, one communication. But other than that, the Bears did extremely well on defense to the point that in the second half, they only allowed two first downs and nine total yards of offense, which is crazy. It's a great half. First half, a couple of big pass plays, but it, they were pretty good on defense all night long. 41 total rushing yards on the day for the Mean Green of North Texas. So I thought it was it was a very good game defensively. Offensively, obviously the numbers were huge. 669 yards of total offense, very balanced. 357 yards of rushing, 312 yards passing. Sam Jackson early on showed athletically why coaches love him, how special he was in terms of running the ball, especially one he pulled it on a read took off to his left and it was cut off. There was an, it was an outside player had gap exchange was outside on him. And rather than kind of taking it and going down there, he reversed field, came back around and picked up a positive play on what should have been a negative play. And so athletically, you can see why coaches are excited about Sam Jackson. He needs to learn to get down. He needs to learn to slide at the end of his runs later in the game, rolling to his right, uh, kind of went headlong into contact and ended up getting injured. Didn't see him again for the rest of the game. So that's an issue for him. He is not the biggest dude on the field, though he is crazy athletic. He needs to learn when the ride is over, when, when he needs to get down and slide. So that is uh, an important lesson for him. You'll hear me talk to coach later about maybe pain being an indicator to help him with that. And then Coming in behind him, Ben Finley was very good. By the way, Sam Jackson threw the ball well. His first touchdown, first pass as a Golden Bear, touchdown pass uh, down to Jeremiah Hunter on a bang eight or seam post over a quarter safety. So really nice throw. Uh, put it on the number. Great touchdown pass, just the way you want to start your career off. So I think it was a good debut by Sam Jackson. I'd like to see him stay in the pocket a little bit longer on pass plays, not drift as much. He's kind of drifting, maybe looking for vision um, and he started running early sometimes not allowing routes to develop but that said good start first game you're going to have jitters some of that's going to happen and he'll clean that up not sure what his status will be for injury coming back but uh, we'll see as it goes ben finley stepped in and i thought did a really nice job 24 for 34 279 yards was very efficient through the air and anytime a backup comes in, people always have questions. I will tell you as a quarterback watching his game, not being in the huddle, not being on the headsets in the play call, but I thought he played very well, very efficiently at that quarterback position. Made some really nice plays for a little bit there in the second quarter into the third quarter. You could really see him settle in. And when he did, lost some of that nervous edge, started playing really well, making good decisions, accurate balls. There's a couple of big balls over the top that he probably wished he would have back. But I thought that he played well, given the opportunities that he was given. And he made some plays that showed a lot of moxie and composure as well. And so that's what I'm looking for, especially for a backup who, during game week, doesn't get the reps at the position. So he got a lot of reps during camp, got a lot of reps in the spring. <clears throat> Three, two, one. Got a lot of reps during camp, but then did not get a lot during game week. So for him to come in to play as well as he did, I thought was pretty good. Jay Knott is Jay Knott. Not a lot you can say about him. He is, his acceleration when he gets a seam or gets a break is impressive. He's very patient as a runner. And the Bears using a scheme that 
equalizes box numbers, meaning they are trying to create a, what's a, a favorable box for the offense. And you do that by being able to throw the ball to the perimeter. And so you split guys out and you stretch defenses. If they decide they want to stop the run and keep an extra hat in the box, you get the ball to the outside. If you get what's called a hat for a hat or even numbers that you can manage in blocking on offense, then you can run the ball inside. And so it can be a six to five. You've got five offensive linemen to block, but the quarterback is your sixth man on the block and he has a zone read option or a read option on a defensive end. And so now you're even up hat for a hat, six for six. And the RPO run pass option is based off of, do I have the right numbers inside? Do I have the angles or the looks that I want inside? Or do I have a numbers advantage outside in space? And just based on that, the quarterback has decisions to make to get the ball out uh, and to make a play. And so you have to deal it as a quarterback, know where your reads are, know what your numbers are. And when your numbers are right, you're going to hand it off. When your numbers are wrong in the box, you're going to get the ball outside and let your athletes make a play. I think the quarterbacks did a pretty good job of that in this game. I like the scheme. I liked even more the offensive linemen being downhill guys, being tough, cleaning holes up. And that was really good. Jay Knott, his burst is sensational. 100 yards almost in the first ha first quarter. Ended up with 177, I think, on the day. Or excuse me, 188 yards on the day. Uh, was really good. I thought Ifonsi, the backup uh, running back who came in behind him, was pretty awesome. Physical. Tough. Did not go down. Broke a ton of tackles. And so he is a dude who is going to be a nice additional and a nice change up to Ott where Ott is a patient speed guy. I think Ifonsi is a hit the hole and pound dudes running back. So that's a good one-two punch. And then we saw a little bit of Ashton Shreddick too, who showed some quickness and some agility. And he's a stick your foot in the ground and make you miss guy, a little jitterbug in the open field. So you have a, a three-way running back room right now and guys that showed up that I think is pretty good for the Bears. And if the offensive line continues to improve, it's a big deal. Some injuries. Uh, Sindrich got hurt. That's a big one. Obviously, Sam Jackson with the injury did not see him in the second half. Uh, that's a big one as well. And so we'll see what happens when we come back. I feel good about offensive line. Uh, I would feel better with Sindrich in there. And then I feel good about the quarterback position in that Finley showed up pretty good. And I think Fernando Mendoza is, is young, but he is also a guy who can be a good quarterback at this level as well. So I think the Bears are pretty well off at that quarterback room. The offensive line got some important reps in this game, and a lot of new faces got reps in this game. So super huge. That is my breakdown, but right from the head man in the program, I talked to Coach earlier, and this is our conversation. Coming off a great first week, there were a lot of questions going into this week. Give me your summation of the game as a team on both sides of the ball. Um, yeah, it's great to get a win. You know, go on the road. Um, they've been a bowl team consistently. They have some good players. We knew that. Uh, but we expected to, to go play well. And if we played well, then we figured we would find a way to win. Um, so I'm proud of them. We're going on the road, you know, first game of the year, there's always the unknowns and you're not exactly sure, you know, how it's all going to look. But uh, I thought the guys competed hard. We played a lot of players, um, offense, special teams and defense, which was good. Um, you know, the story of the game, I think offensively, when we didn't uh, commit a penalty, 
and played clean football and, you know, got our targets in the run game in the right spot, threw the ball to the right people, then we moved the ball, you know, really well, uh, put in the end zone a bunch, some conversions, you know, the conversion downs were big, third and fourth downs. We had 17 explosive plays, give or take. Um, so that was that was great to see and played a lot of guys. i uh, also really proud of the guys that stepped up for the injured players. Like that was key. Um, defensively, you know, the two explosive plays um, hurt us bad. I mean, basically two touchdowns right there on two explosive passes. One was a miscommunication. The second was a technique error. And, uh, you know, we got to get rid of those. Um, we know that. And it's a simple concept, but it doesn't make it easy. So other than that, the defense actually played pretty dang good. Uh, took the ball away three times. You know, the sec there's a lot of three and out, especially in the second half. Special uh, Special teams. Kind of hit and miss, uh, some really good efforts. I think we had a great effort on a punt by by uh, Maven. Maven Anderson had a great play as a bullet uh, on a punt. Miles Williams was the special teams player of the game. Uh, did a good job making tackles, but we got to get better on PAT field goal. That was uh, some issues that we got to get cleaned up there. Um, I think the story of the game really was the the middle eight minutes. You know, the last four minutes of the first half and the first four of the second half, because we basically, we were on offense, we fumbled the ball, they score, okay, then we get the ball back with about two minutes, we go down and score with, you know, seven seconds to go in the half, and uh, so we get a score to finish the half, then we open with a score, the second half, then we get a one-play turnover, and then score again, and that was really, you know, the changed the entire complexion of that game, so uh, proud of the guys, but there's... Uh, you know, a lot of lessons to learn, but it's nice to learn those lessons when you uh, put together a win like that. Yeah, we actually made the point on the radio that momentum builds, but sometimes timing is everything. And you get that ball to finish the half, you put the ball in the end zone, you get the kickoff to start the second half. It makes a huge difference with what you guys were doing. Let's talk uh, offense first. Quarterback Sam Jackson, evaluate his play and what you thought during the limited snaps that you saw him. But he did a pretty good job. I mean, moved the ball down the field. Um, you know, the first drive was run, run, and he threw the skinny post over the quarter safety. Uh, I mean, on target, great throw. I mean, that's what we've seen in practice. It was great to see that. I made a couple plays with his legs. You saw the one. He pulled it. The guy was on the edge. They kind of ran a little stunt, and then he looks like he's going to be tackled for a eight-yard loss, and all of a sudden it's an eight-yard gain. You know, there's not a lot of coaching in that. That's uh, ability-driven. And, uh, you know, a couple of things that he could have cleaned up, uh, unfortunately, didn't get very many snaps, you know, and got over on the sideline and uh, suffered an injury. And uh, Ben Finley came in and kind of hit the ground running. But uh, I thought Sam did a good job. You could see some of the athletic things and also the, the throws, you know, it wasn't, uh, like I said, that – First touchdown throw was a, a hell of a hell of a pass by him. Yeah, in today's vernacular, I believe they call it a dime. So dime just, that would be yes, considered a it, dime. It would be a yeah. dime. It was very nice. Um, part of what makes him magic—that running ability, right? His athletic gift is also part of the worry for a coach because every time he gets outside of the pocket, what happened later on when he got injured can happen. So having, I, I think, watching your guys in practice, I think you have three guys that could play at this level, no doubt. 
uh, you know, with Ben coming in behind him. But how much do you consider that when you're thinking about running Sam, running the read option stuff with him, called quarterback runs? How much plays into that? Uh, it does play into it because there's called QB runs and then there's the QB runs that just happen because, you know, how he plays. Um, right. So, you know, the other thing is he's got to learn when yeah. to slide stand get down. Get down. I mean, yeah. you know, if it's not a third or fourth down where we're trying to make the sticks – or the the pylon, then he's got to get down and doesn't need to take extra shots. And we've talked about that, but it's a hard thing to simulate. You can practice sliding and practice all that. We did go live some in camp, but you know we're trying to uh, manage that as best you can in preparing for the season. But ultimately, you got to play at some point. So yeah, uh, I'm fortunate that it happened, and we'll see uh, you know how he uh, how quickly he's able to come back. Yeah, a little bit of pain is a great motivator to help you learn how to slide. So hopefully, yeah. it's a minor injury for him you know, to come back quickly. And hopefully that's a, there's a little bit of a quarterback learning curve in there for him coming back. Talk about Ben Finley. He came in, I thought he threw the ball really well at times. You could see a little bit of rust on him, but I, did you make that choice because of his experience, having started so many games, having the college reps? Cause I know all three of them were pretty close in camp. Yeah. And uh, he, he did a good job during the week. So we felt like going in that he had earned the right to do that. And uh, I thought he went in um, with command, you know, um, really zero flinch and you know Ben's the type of guy like he wants he wants to go in every snap he, he would throw it every down if he could and um, you know he believes he's going to score a touchdown on every drive and that's a good thing you, you know he's got that mentality to him um, and he played that way <laughs> yeah I think all of us who played the position would throw it on every down if we could yeah. Like that's just the nature of the position. At least the guy, if he is a quarterback, that's that's the nature, right? right. But 67% passing, pretty good in a new offense for him, getting to know a new team, didn't get all the starting reps. Like usually if you have a starter going in, they get a ton of reps and everybody else kind of gets what's left over. And I know that with the three, that guy's got a lot of reps, but he didn't get all the starting reps like you normally would going into this game. So pretty good for a quarterback coming in that situation. Absolutely. Um, and he got a lot during camp, but – in the past week, you know, the lion's share had went to Sam and he uh, he did a really good job preparing with the reps that he did get. And uh, so I think he took advantage of those. And, you know, I, it, as I mentioned, I mean, as soon as Sam went down, which was unfortunate, I mean, he was ready to go. And I think, the you know, very first play was a third down and we uh, converted on a perimeter play to Monroe, I think it was. But, uh, yeah, he, he came in with command and confidence and that was great to see. And, and that's got to feel good at that quarterback position, of course, knowing that you've got a couple guys that can definitely get it done. Let's move to the running game. Uh, Jay Knott showed that he was Jay Knott. You guys had a mismatch in size up front. I think you had to expect to move people a little bit, create some seams. But if there was a seam, boy, Jay Knott hit that thing full speed in this game. Yeah, he can really accelerate. I mean, the first play of the game, you see it, and he kind of sidesteps a guy and then goes for 40 and then uh... – he had a number of good runs. I mean, the, the touch, the long touchdown, I mean, he was real patient, saw the seam, and then it was, you know, acceleration, and he split the safeties, and that was it. Yeah. Nobody was going to catch him. Um, Got to do a better job protecting the ball. He would be the first to tell you that. But, you know, he went – he had uh, – I don't know what he had in the first half. It was probably in the 160s or 70s in the first half. Um, explosive runs, and he's a good, really good football player. I mean, we all know it, and uh, we got to keep doing – you know, whatever we can do to create opportunities for him. And when he gets a crease, that he can do something with it. 
huge part of that this year for what you guys are doing compared to what you were doing last year is a lot more RPO style runs, right? You were packing in tight ends under la- in last year's offense, putting more bodies in the box and then trying to pound it. Now you've got RPOs. You have to spread the box as, as a former defensive coordinator, defensive guy yourself, really in, you know, knowledgeable at defense. How much harder does it make it to play the run game the way you want to? Yeah, it undresses the the looks, you know, by the defense, because once you create that space, I mean, you got to cover people down or they just throw the ball out there. So yeah. are you going to cover them down in a split safety structure or a single safety structure or zero? And then the QBs got options and decisions to make. Um, so I think we talked before, you know, probably the first play we put in in fall camp is a tight ends in the core. Everybody else is split out and then you can run the ball, you know, give it to the running back. You can keep it as the quarterback. You can pull it and throw it to the two receivers on some sort of combination, depending on what the look is, single high or split safety. You could throw it to the single. So one play, you go to five different people, but it does undress the defense. And then you want to get your run targets in the right spot because if you got a, a friendly box, quote unquote, then uh, if you get your targets in the right spot, it's going to be hard to fit it uh, real well as a defense. And, uh, so we got to continue to build on that and do that better. Um, we'll have a different challenge this week because of the size and explosiveness of the defense. Yeah. And we'll talk about Auburn in just a second. I uh, want to give some love to it. Fonze as well. Like he is a dude balance strength. He showed it all in this game of why you guys were so high on him coming into camp. Yeah. One of his old, co- old coaches that I know really well as a great, uh, way of describing him and he's a hard tackle and I think that's evident I mean he's like you know he runs well he's quick he's not you know he's not the fastest running back that's ever played uh he's not the biggest but he's strong he's got balance and he is he's really tough I mean he just he doesn't go down and uh the fourth and two was I mean that was a a great what a hell of a run yeah pretty awesome excited and you, know, you get the O line chasing him all the way into the end zone. That was uh, that was awesome to see. And then he scored three times, and uh, it means a lot to him to be out there. I mean, he's a tough, competitive guy. He's a great guy, and uh, we're proud of him. And I think you made the point: the offensive line running down there, right, showing that energy. I think it's an energy we haven't seen from the offense in quite a while. So to see that on the offensive side of the ball as a former quarterback did my heart good. Obviously, um, the receiving core, I think Jeremiah Hunter showed up, Monroe Young showed up. You had several guys. Taj Davis very quietly got five or six catches. Like you had a bunch of guys touch the ball. Uh, and I thought your receiving core showed up pretty well in this game. Like they did. And Hightower made a couple. Um, yep. Maven had a great, a couple uh, really nice catches. One, a big one on, I think, third down on a, on a post where he got hit and held on to it. You know, Tron Grizzell had two that came back um you know he had a and a really nice you know he was in the end zone on one and if he just plays it cleaner with his hands he's going to hit a touchdown out of it so to your point a lot of guys made a lot of plays and that's what we need out of that group we have talent in there and we need that talent to perform and uh, we expect them to play well uh we got to be better on the perimeter with our blocking cleaning that up and being better there so we can get some some yards out there on the perimeter but uh I was pleased, but I, I would expect a lot from that group because of the, you know, the experience, the talent out there. You know, they should be a group that really uh, we can lean on uh, because of that. And so last year, at times, it was difficult for your defense. Offense couldn't sustain drives, weren't picking up a lot of points. 
This year, you're getting support on the offensive side. You only have 50 snaps in this game. Talk about what a difference that is for your defense this year as opposed to in the past. Yeah, really the tale of two halves because in the first half, there was even there was some three and outs in there, but we got the explosive passes. And yep. then we had so we had the two explosive passes that were touchdowns, and then we had the, the fumble, which resulted in a touchdown. And then after that, I think the second half, they only played 17 snaps or something. So somebody was asking me the other day, it's like, boy, guys didn't seem like they got tired. Well, they weren't on the field very much. <laughs> they got to know? rest most of the second half. Yeah. And so the best way to not get tired is to go three and out. Um, that'll be more challenging moving forward. But I was proud of them uh, for, you know, I, they aligned right for the most part. We were pretty clean on our operation. We tackled pretty well for a first game. And honestly, we should have tackled pretty well uh, against that group. It'll be harder again moving forward. Um, but we got to clean up the explosive. But three takeaways, those were big. Uh, a lot of new guys kind of getting some experience in there, which was great to see. Kate, Caleb making a, a nice interception. Blake and Zelotis played. It was Brett Johnson didn't have a stat. However, he stalled out two drives because they had two holding calls on him. The very first drive of the game, second play, they hold him on a QB draw. Yep. And then – the second half, I believe it was in the second half, they held him again because he, you know, was bull rushing and guy had to tackle him. So those are two plays that kill drives. So Brett Johnson's impact, you know, moving forward. I think somebody asked after the game, well, do you notice him being back? I'm like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he stopped two drives basically by himself by being out there. So, yes. The center definitely the noticed him being back. Yeah. I, I also came on on the first snap, but he two gapped that center and locked him back and knocked the guard yeah. off on the pull. Like it was just, it was just really fun to watch having somebody that could knock somebody back like that right off the yeah, ball I mean, and hold up his space was awesome. Yeah, it's like you know the news alert. Good players really help your team play better. <laughs> so having Brett out there helps us play better when he's healthy. And how many snaps did he get total? I think he was right around. 20 which is but what again, you were looking for coming in right yeah but we only played you know 50 something uh, right. I don't know that if there was a D lineman with he might have had even less than that he might have had 18 and I think uh, I don't know if there was a defensive lineman that was over 20 we rotated a bunch of guys and you know I, I want to say a couple of the safeties played you know in the 40s Jack Sermon played in the 40s Noel but a lot of those other guys it was you know 20 18 25 30 so we would expect great effort with that limited number of reps. Yeah. We talked last week about uh, Caleb Elam Zor coming and having just a great camp. Talk about him, you know, his first game, you, you mentioned the interception, got his first start. Like how does he help in there at that linebacker spot? Well, he's an explosive athlete uh, and he's just going to get better and better. You know, there's still things that he's got to improve upon. Um, you know, just watching the, the game tape. It's his first time really playing with an extensive action, but he'll get better. Um, so I'm excited for him. You know, I'm excited for the defense because uh, he does have a high, high ceiling because of that athleticism and the explosiveness. And now he's just got to play. He's just got to keep keep working through things, and he'll make some mistakes. But uh, we're, we're uh, really excited for him. And how nice is it? that you have Jackson Sermon in there at that linebacker spot. Who, at one point during the game, I said, if 10 dudes go right and Jackson Sermon goes left, then those 10 dudes are probably wrong. Yeah. Because Everybody Jackson go, go always, 
Yeah, everybody seems to – I mean, he seems to be on his assignment every time. He, yeah, you know, Jack just makes – he just makes very, very few mistakes. And uh, he's physical. He plays very hard. And, uh, yeah, he's just really productive player. Uh, the interception – Caleb's interception was a phenomenal play by Caleb, but they lined up in two-by-two, two, so we were in one coverage. The back motioned out, and it was great by everybody, but Jackson immediately got the check – Moved over, Caleb moved over. They run a little snag spacing concept, and Jack kind of baited the QB to throw the snag route. He broke on it, tipped it, Caleb picks it. Yeah. You know, and that's how those things happen, you know, because if Jack just runs to the flat with his coverage, you know, they had an arrow, then Caleb probably makes the tackle, but it's not an interception, you know, and so that's how good players play. Kind yeah, of, and they make such I mean, a difference even the game when they're in the game. Yeah, even if they're not making the play, they're creating the opportunity for somebody else to make the play. You got it. And having him, Brett Johnson, like having those two guys, one, two, Brett blocking four, you know, yeah. Jackson Sermon back, it's just such a huge difference inside. Your secondary last year, uh, Irby, Lumaja Hearns are both starters on opposite side of the balls. This year they compete on the same side, and you've got some dudes back there that really helped out. Talk about how the back end of that shell, how you felt about it in this game. You know, I was pleased with their effort. I thought they played hard. Um, I think, you know, if you ask them, they're going to be kind of frustrated that they gave up the two big plays. Um, but they're competitive guys. Uh, they played competitive, and I think they'll keep getting better and better. We just got to keep tightening our technique and trust in the training. And uh, I, got, uh, I got faith in those guys and, uh, you know, Trey and Terrence do a really good job with that group. And, and so we have we have really high expectations in that room and for that group of guys. So we'll continue to push them. That is head coach Justin Wilcox. His take on the game, happy but not satisfied. And we talked about mindset. And if you want to see that, you can find it on my YouTube, Elite Athletes TV, where I talk about everything, coaching, quarterbacks, football, scheme, strategy, all of that stuff. But mindset is a big thing for me. It's been a big piece of why I've been successful over the years as a player, now as a coach. And so I love talking mindset with coach. I think he has the right ideas about mindset all the time uh, without any hubris to go with it. So love talking to you about that. You can check it out there. I appreciate you guys watching today. Coming up later in the week, we'll have our preview of the Auburn Tigers. The SEC is coming to our house to play. And I don't think it's a great SEC team. I think they're physically good. But I think it's an opportunity for the Bears to make some noise and beating an, beat an SEC team or at least take on an SEC team and play well. I think Auburn, again, has skills. They have size. They have speed. It's an SEC team, for goodness sakes. But I think the Bears are also playing better. Both teams having a confidence boost coming in. Auburn won against UMass. The Bears got the big win against North Texas. And so preparing this week for a big matchup in Memorial Stadium coming up. And we will have a preview of that later on in the week. Until then, I appreciate you guys listening or watching or however you get it. Uh, don't forget, leave a comment down below. Leave a rating on the podcast if you have the opportunity to leave a rating. Uh, if you're seeing this somewhere where they have a thumbs up or subscribe, do that as well. So anyway, thanks for watching Bear Insider, Ultimate Insider. I'm Mike Pulaski. As always, go Bears.